to another episode Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The JLE Experience. I own the music and the copyright, so don't mute none Facebook. We got to say it out of time. We got another great guest for you today. We have Community Development Grant Coordinator, Environmental Officer at City of Flint. Mm-hmm. Also, we have the owner of Shine Bright Consulting and Financial Coach, Dehana Thompson. Deanna, yep, Deanna Thompson. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I almost got it right. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I no problem. Appreciate you for doing it. No problem. So, first question: What led you to this path? Well, so I started off. My undergraduate degree was in music performance. So I do some. I studied classical voice, and I have a a degree from University of Michigan, Flint. Then a few years later, I went back. They had a degree in administration, art administration, and I got my master's degree there at U of M Flint as well. Um, When I graduated, I was raring to go, excited Mm -hmm. about it, couldn't find it. Well, I didn't have any experience in the field, so I couldn't find a job. So I ended up volunteering at an organization. Um, I was at Resource Genesee, um, okay. which was closed, but it was a community organization that helped um, homeless and near homeless individuals. And so about a month after I started there, they hired me on. So I worked there for mm, a bit more than a year. I, mm-hmm. I started case management, um, helping the homeless or the help, homeless prevention, um, helping people with their bills and helping them get housed and things of that nature. Um, okay. after that, um, I worked at, by the end of that position, I was the financial coordinator. So I worked my way through different parts of that organization and I mm-hmm. ended as a financial coordinator. After that, I worked at Shelter Flint and, uh, mm-hmm. I worked there for, it was a bit over a year, um, as a case manager, um, helping people who okay. were housed helping them find resources around the city, helping them um, Mm -hmm. just those connections that they needed for different things that they might need for their everyday life. Um, And then after that, I applied for the job at the city as a community development grant coordinator. And I started working there in 2016. And I've been there working as an environmental officer. Um, I work in the community and economic development and uh, we receive the city receives um, funding from HUD. So I work with community development block grants. I work with emergency solutions grants and a home investment partnership. So those are also for housing, for homelessness prevention, and also for community development. Those are the three programs I I primarily work with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like the middle question. So. What are the duties of the community development and environmental officer? So for on the community development side, um, we re- so Flint is an entitlement community and we receive based on a formula that HUD has we receive a certain amount of money per year. Um, okay. And organizations around the city apply for the funding through us at the city. Mm-hmm. And so basically we help them through that whole funding process. We put out request for proposals, they apply mm-hmm. for different things, different needs of organizations, and then they receive funding based on, um, we have a, com- uh, a community group, the um, community-wide, um, it's called the CWAC, Advisory Committee, Community-wide Advisory Committee, and they make recommendations, we make recommendations to the mayor and city council, and then they decide who receives what money per year. So my one of my jobs is to monitor those grants, help the organizations follow all of the HUD's rules because you know HUD has a lot of rules, and so yeah, <laughs> we help them know what those rules are and to spend the money wisely so that you know there is no issues with that. Um, the other part of my job is environmental officer. So when the city or anybody receive HUD funding, every dollar has to be cleared. Um, through an environmental review. So environmental reviews are basically to make sure that the project has no harm on the land, on 
that the people who will be staying there on the people the surrounding areas. So, so we check a lot of different things to make sure there's no harm on the people, end users, or the land. So all money coming from HUD has to be cleared um, for housing, for organizations who want to do some kind of renovations around there, their, you know, if it's like a community center or whatever, whoever mm -hmm. receives money. So they get, so all of that money has to be cleared to make sure there's no harm coming to the community. So that is the other part of the job that I do at the city. So I do that with community development block grant, um, choice neighborhoods. Um, the city also has uh, another grant through HUD with some, that helps people who own their houses or mm -hmm. um, might have lead or other you know, problems that they might have in their housing due to remediation. So all of that money has to be cleared to make sure that there's no harm coming to the people who live there or to the environment. So that's the other part of my job. Wow, yeah, because HUD, they, they like Debo. They're serious. They're serious. <laughs> Every team better be crossed before we get yes. it. I mean, it's good, but it's also <laughs> well, you know, there's no such thing as Free money because that money has to be. You will earn it. You will earn it for sure. Mm -hmm. Ah, no, it's a crack code. You better go fix that. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll wait. We got the check. We'll wait. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's a good thing because they like they like to make sure. I think there were some things happening in the past where there was harm where people were putting in place. Oh, it sounds like it. <laughs> so now they make sure there's no you know there's no issues like that. <laughs> so it's I got through the cracks with a shack or something like, oh, oh yeah, no, no, okay. We got you next time. Mm -hmm. For sure. You're going to earn this this time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, you own the Shine Bright Consulting Company. Yes, it's an LLC that I started um, about a year ago. I was working and I was doing work, but I didn't have an LLC before previously, so I decided... You know, I'm kind of doing this. I need to go ahead and get, you know, start my own business. Yeah, get professional with it, you know. So I started, basically, I, let's see, I help organizations do, like, administrative tasks, such as their policies and procedures, help them, you know, do their organizational charts if they need some organizational help, um, grant writing, grant management, anything that is administrative that they might need assistance, usually a short term. So I will come in, you know, help them with whatever issues and set them up to be successful moving forward is usually how it works. Um, so it's usually contract, a contract position with the start and the end date. But it's just I want I like to come in and give that kind of help because smaller organizations, a lot of time, they don't have a lot of money to have a big consulting firm come in. And when I can just help them, you know, come up with, you know, put together a strategic plan or, you know, anything that they might need to help them move forward or to get more funding for their organization. Okay. Now, how can someone reach out to you for that? Um, I will. LinkedIn is a good place. I know that right now that position is not on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn is a good place to find me. Um, and also at the city. I'm work, I'm there every day. Um, if somebody reached out to me, um, I can leave you with my information, my email address, my phone number. Um, but yeah, LinkedIn is probably the best place to find me if they're looking for any kind of help like that. Okay. So what I can do when I post an episode, mm -hmm. I'll put that in the description, your yep. profile. I will leave it. Yep, I'll leave all that with you. Oh, the night in, you're gonna put that company name up there. Of course. <laughs> They're like, oh yep, this this it. That's, that's her. About. Yep, they'll be able to recognize Shine mm -hmm. Bright Consulting. Yep, that's her. <laughs> now you you are a financial coach. How did you get into that? I got into that because I really wanted to know more about it for myself. So okay. I had the opportunity to speak with someone who was, you know, talking about like life insurance, debt elimination, you know, all these things that I really wanted to know about for myself, like investments and all of that. And I and, it, and it's a conversation that we often don't have in people that I know. Nah. We don't often talk about that kind of thing. So once I started learning it for myself, I said, this is, you know, this is something that's important for all of us, people that I know in my community people that are around me, my family members. I wanted all of us to have that information because, you know, 
we don't think often, well, I can't say everybody, but me personally, I didn't really think past, you know, I know I have a retirement, but I don't really know what that means, how much money I'll have, you know, when I retire. I didn't really know, you know, life insurance, there's so many different types of life insurance. And I didn't even know that. So I went ahead and got my license. I got licensed for life insurance. I'm going to be working on my investment license pretty soon so that I can just give people information that they need. So even if you decide you something I can't do right now, or if they need help with debt elimination, just kind of a plan of action to get that going. Because if you start just a little bit at a time, over time, you build that habit. And then you're able to, if you can just only do $25 a month, then you can build on that. It, it doesn't take a lot of money to do investments. Just a little bit to get started helps. And once you get into that habit, you'll be more, you know, you have that desire to do more and more because you know you're doing it for yourself and you're doing it for your, your families. The people who have lots of money, they leave their families, you know, set up for generations. But we don't, we don't have that information to even know to do that. So that's the kind of information that I want to spread around our community. Yeah. It's really important and it's actually not very difficult um, to set your children or their children up for, you know, generational wealth. That's a yeah. that's a thing that I think that's really important to try to overcome that generate the, that generational those generational curses that people talk about. We mm -hmm. have the power in this generation to kind of start breaking those things. And I think that's very important. So that's really why I kind of got into it, because I really think that that's something that we all need. And it can just start today, even if it's something that we can't do, but we teach our children. That's also important mm -hmm. because that's how we start to, you know, pull ourselves up out of that, those generational curses that I think have long affected us. But we can start making those changes right now. Yeah, because, I mean, we need to be investing. Anybody yeah. listening or the replay, yeah. they listen. you need life insurance. You can't make yeah. And you need the right insurance because, because a lot of times. Pay for a funeral. Exactly. It, you need work. You, you can spend the same amount of money and get more than you think. And mm -hmm. it has to be the right plan. And a lot of times I'm not saying that people have, you know, intentions that aren't pure. But a lot of times people get into these plans that they, they spend a lot of money, but it doesn't cover what they think they're going to cover. So I like to go in, take a look at what people have to see. Let's look at the fine print and see if this is really what you want or if it's covering what you want. And if it is, that is great. You should keep what you have. And that's awesome. But if it's not, let's talk about some things that we can do that are, you know, will give you everything that you want and probably save you a little money. So I like to be honest and, you know, let them know that I'm coming from a place of, you know, I'm just trying to give you information. I'm not asking you for anything. I just want to make sure that we, we all have a chance to grow and get this for all of us, you know, it's not just, I'm going to take advantage of you so that I can come up. No, we can all come up together. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. Thanks. I do remember in, at Cooley, they had the DECA store. Mm -hmm. You would take that class and you would run the store, sell the uh -huh. kids, pencils, whatever. Yep. And I did have it, but the way they set up our senior year in 96, uh -huh. they gave me a one to seven. The, the atrocity to give a senior a one to seven. One to seven. <laughs> so it was like for you to get a one to six, either you're gonna drop this business class uh -huh. or keep a one to seven. Like, there's no way I'm a grown Wait, senior. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not gonna be here till no 2 30. No. Exactly. Yeah. I did miss like man, it's a lot I could have learned. Right. Yeah, because they did teach you the whole thing you're running that little business. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know if they got it in Detroit public schools, but maybe they could bring it back and put it yeah. in all of them. And you can learn how to run a business. For sure. Because that's important knowledge to have. Like you, sometimes people start their own business and they don't have a chance to maybe go to college and get all this information. But there is mm -hmm. way, there are definitely ways that you can get this information um, through reputable people who can mm -hmm. teach you and show you how to do it. And then you can help other people because each one can teach one. If I give you this too. information to one person and then they give it to two more people and then it keeps going on that cycle, then we can all win. Man, yeah. look here. When I was doing my business degree and I was having some stats class that was talking Greek <laughs> yeah. on YouTube, yeah. University of Philly, well, it's the same. Let me see what you talking about with stats. Right. Like, oh! 
Right. Make a little bit more sense. Okay. Right. Cool. You just got to figure out the way right. you learn and you know get it broken down for you just cuz we can all learn it. Don't don't get discouraged like you didn't you you figured out a different way to get that. Right, get out the mud, man. Lean on God. You're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Determine you will figure it out. That's right. And one of oh, do have a comment here? Oh. Shout out to my man D-Roy, former guest, Jeffrey Diana. Did I say it right? Diana. There we go. <laughs> listen to the story. Great to listen to community development initiatives. Oh, that's okay. awesome. Thank you. Okay. Now, what are some of the cons of your position with City of Flint? The cons? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, having a lot of red tape is always difficult because having to work in systems that might be slightly antiquated um trying trying to get things accomplished when there are a lot of like how can i put it oftentimes things that people on the outside think take should take 15 to 20 minutes to get accomplished it takes maybe five to six people different people's eyes and signatures to get it moving mm-hmm. throughout the city. So it has to come to me. It has to go to my supervisor. My supervisor has to send it over to legal. Then we got to send it to finance. And we got, you know what I mean? We have to send it through a lot of, and it's necessary. I'm not saying that that part is antiquated because it's necessary to get all of those approvals to make sure we saying everything correctly so that we don't get sued at some point. So legal, yep. <laughs> all of these things are necessary. So don't get me wrong. Yep. It's yep. all necessary because yep. we have to at all times protect the city protect, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that we're doing everything correctly. But oftentimes things are slow, not because we want it to be, but because we have to make sure we do our due diligence. And so that sometimes is a problem because projects don't get moving as quite as quickly or as quickly as, you know, the community would like it to. And I, and I completely understand that. And I often ask for patience and I ask for, you know, a little bit of grace so that we can get things done because trust me, I want you to spend the money. I want you to receive this money from the government and get your projects going because every project that we hear about, they're all good things for the community. Nobody is bringing us something that we're like, oh, that will be terrible for the community. No, no, that never happens. We always want people to be able to do things to help the young people, to, to after school program. We want to help everybody. Demolitions, we want to help it all. But everything often it has to there are a lot of factors that go into it like the capacity of the organization to be able to spend money lots all of these things go into it and so we have the job of sometimes having to say no and that's never fun but we try to provide training we try to provide people you know give people you know different avenues to say maybe not this year but maybe if you do these things if you come back next year then you know we can get this going so those are the downsides because you know it's never fun to tell anybody no and it's never it's never a good thing to have things that take progress but you know <laughs> everything in its due time and we work as hard as we can usually understaffed because you know and that's then that thing of people that need to sign off they yeah. might be busy with something exactly they have more important at that time like you gotta 25. wait you gotta get it right now <laughs> right they got 25 <laughs> things going on themselves and so they you know i want them to look at my things of course i i do and i try to push that forward but they have things that they need to get going so you know that's always a push and pull that we have going on but we all try to work together and do our best and we all are rooting for everyone so we we want it, we want you to succeed we want you to get the money because this is not my money. It's the money that we have for the community. We want everybody to win. Like that's just my that's my thing. I, we can all win. We're all yes. that's that's where the the name of my business comes from. Um Marion Williamson has the book A Return to Love. And it says she says in there, we're all meant to shine as children do. Children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And it's not just in some of us. It's okay. in everyone. Everyone has that ability to be great and to shine and do the thing that they're put here for. So that's kind of where I got the name of my, my business because we can we, we all can win. Just that's true. figure out what it is that you have to offer and you you excel at that thing. Let me support you in doing that. And we wouldn't put the work in. 
just exactly. It, it always microwave. It's not free. <laughs> it's not free. You have to have and an iron wheel. A painter, you can't put in a microwave and you're a painter. No, right. <laughs> no. you gotta put you the same work in. in. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's on downside with today's world. Everybody, why can't I be awesome now? Like, you, you're right. awesome, <laughs> but you still you gotta learn steps. Awesome and do that work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, man, you tripping. Like, Dinosaur age ain't dinosaur age. It's the process. Right. <laughs> ain't never gonna change. No matter how much tech we get, exactly. you, gotta learn to you gotta learn how to mix the paint. Exactly. You gotta start at the bottom. There's nothing wrong with that. There is honor in starting at the bottom and working your way all the way up. Because once you go through all those positions, you can do everything. There's nothing that's, that can hold you back. You got it all. So that Ooh. now you can, you like Neo. You just, it's all happening. <laughs> you can yep. just direct it, and it's all happening for you. So yeah, there's no there's no shame in doing that. Now we have to promote you segment of the show. Oh, okay. So reiterate everything you got going on because you know your your page didn't say all that. I know. Shine bright, <laughs> music. I'm just saying. Oh. So, so you know, I work at the city. Community Development Grant Coordinator, Environmental Officer. Uh, there's the financial coaching. Um, you can contact me on on uh, LinkedIn for that as well. Um, I talk to, I can come to talk to community groups. I can talk to one-on-one because the, the services that I offer, they're free. If you want to have a, to sit down and talk about what your finances are, where you are right now, where you want to go, a financial advising, we can sit down and talk about those things. I can tell you, we can map out a plan. If you want to work with a certain business that you, you want to learn about, we can talk about all of those things. Um, we can just set an appointment and get that hooked up. Um, there is also, I am an uh, executive assistant for an international organization, um, International Association of Black Professional Firefighters. I've been working with them for about two years. A little bit more. Now, they, now they, they, say it again. Firefighters, you said. Mm-hmm. Awesome. International Association of Black Professional Firefighters. Um, basically, I help them with a lot of the paperwork and a lot of the writing. They different things that they might need on the administrative side. Um, I've been doing that for a little while. It's it's actually it's I can't. I think it's fun. I, I was going to say it's fun, but it's fun to me because I enjoy doing that kind of work. Um, okay. But it's they're doing excellent work. They're helping people, minorities, LGBTQIA, um, anyone who is in need of support. That's what that organization is okay. out there doing. I think it's it's they're doing great work. Um, again, Shine Bright Consulting. I work with primarily nonprofit organizations, but it could be a for-profit organization because basically administration can be done similarly in either place. If you need help with a strategic plan, if you need help coming up with your policies and procedures, if you need help with organization, um, if you need to just kind of bounce some ideas off someone to, to help you figure out like your next five years, what you want to do. That kind of thing. We can work our way through it. It can be a, for a few months, or depending on what the organization needs, it can it can be as long as they might need. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a. Sometimes you just need somebody to come in and spark things up and kind of show you where there are you know hidden things that you you can't really see yourself because you've been looking at everything for too long. You need yeah. fresh eyes to come in. Sometimes in that's really all you need. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the things I'm working on. I, I um, I'm I'm working on writing. Um, I haven't. I'll probably most likely write under a pen name, but I'm working on different writing projects right now. I can also. I have to say something like Spider Sense things in a book, but I'm not sure. Say it again. Okay. Spider Sense with Ting, like is she an author too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. I this is like my fun time. I like to write because I, you know, right before the pandemic, I was like, I wonder, can I write a book? I wonder, I wonder if I could. And then I realized I didn't know how to write a book. So (laughs) I, uh, because it's it's a lot different than 
academic writing. Like that's one way of writing, but your creative mind is a bit, you have, I had to learn how to do it. So I went, I'm close to it. Ain't hurt. <laughs> I took, I took some classes. I went to a boot camp. I, you know, sharpened my skills. And so that's something that I also offer because sometimes I write, I like to write fiction, but nonfiction is something that I, you know, assist others in being able to put together, even if they just need like, um, some editing or something like that. I, I, I help with that kind of thing too. So I'm kind of all over. It seems like I'm all over the place, but I, I get, I get work. So, and I like, and I'm, I'm a curious, I'm a curious person. So I'm I like, to <laughs> I'm just jotting it down. So now you see the latest episode with special guests, it's going to be a little longer than when I first said, <laughs> doing that. She's doing that. She's doing that. Okay. Yeah. I have two children. I have twin boys. They are 18. Um, so yeah, they are amazing. Malik and Malachi are my sons. And so, yeah, we are, you know, they are getting to the age where they're, you know, branching out on their own and they're learning mm -hmm. things for themselves. But I'm trying to teach all, I'm trying to teach, these are trying to, things I've tried to teach them for many years, but, you know, they're kind of seeing like, you know, mom is, mom is doing all these things. I can do these things too. And that was really mm -hmm. something that was important to me. You know, you can't, put your light under a bushel because you don't want your kids to do that. I, yeah. I wouldn't want my kids. I don't want anybody's kids to do that. So I think it's really important to push yourself and to try. If you have an idea that you think is important and you want to try it out, what's the worst thing that happened? <laughs> yeah, it don't work. At least you tried. You tried it. That That's not for you. Oh, now I see that's not for me. I'm mm -hmm. 43 and I'm still trying things out. So, you know, you're never too old. You're never too old. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely right about that. Anything else you got going on? Those are about the only things. <laughs> That's about it for right now. Who knows? Who knows get, that, get all out of these. <laughs> I'm like, uh, companies, coaching, all things. Yeah. She need to update that LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I do. You're right. I need to update know. that. It's she a lot of information on there, but it's not. It doesn't tell the whole story. You got you got to let them know you're nice out here. You're doing that's true. I'm working with you. Got to let them know. I'm, I'm gonna work on that this weekend. You you gonna see it when you see it again. It's gonna be like, oh she added it. Okay okay. Mm -hmm. I see. <laughs> hey, I had a guest. Shout out to Clarine Mitchell. While I was interviewing her, and I was still off the trunk with the anchor, the audio. Mm -hmm. She was going to my page like, oh, you need to update that. You need to update that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she really about that life. Right, she's like, uh -uh, right. let's get it together. <laughs> All right, hey, I'm, I'm gonna take care of it. Yes, ma'am. Right, exactly. I mean, what what else can you say? You're right. You're not wrong. So, mm -hmm. I, hey, if something is for my good, I'm gonna listen. <laughs> hey, I want you to be awesome. Right, I appreciate that. No problem. So, what has been your biggest challenge on your journey? My biggest challenge. Let's see. I would say not believing in my abilities. So there was a time when, I mean, and it still props up. It, it really just ugly head sometimes. The self-doubt or the imposter syndrome of it all. I think that we all deal with that. But um, I had to learn by reading people that, you know, are smarter than me. Mm -hmm. But those sometimes we hear that in, inside our head and we have to recognize that just because those thoughts are happening, that doesn't mean that that's who you are. And it doesn't mean that they're telling you the truth because sometimes there's nobody that's meaner or harsher on you. Nobody can be harsher than you, than that voice inside your head. And if you can survive that, what other people have to say about you don't really matter. If you can survive hearing those negative thoughts about you and what you can't do, because that voice it knows you. <laughs> it knows how to get under your skin. And that self-doubt oftentimes prevents people from doing or going for their goal or pushing themselves. But if you can just overcome that, nothing can stop you because that's you sometimes are your worst enemy. Hearing those things from out. First of all, nobody's going to be, really be that mean to you. Nobody's going to say things to you that is as bad as sometimes that voice in your head. So if you can overcome that, if you can push past that and say, and just let it be thoughts that are just 
you know, traveling through and not take them to heart. If you can overcome that, you can push past anybody that's saying something on the outside. It doesn't matter because you already know how to navigate all of that. And you start to develop that strength of will and that belief in yourself. And in that, and once you get that, learning how to do the skill is half the battle. Overcoming those negative thoughts. That's the thing that really prevents a lot of people because it's not everybody is here to do something to contribute. We all are. Everybody is. That's true. It might not be the same thing. You might not know what it is, but mm -hmm. you have to realize that you were put here for a reason. We all were. And mm -hmm. you're all here to shine for whatever that purpose is. You're here to be great. If you can overcome those things and figure out what it is you're here to do, then it's, it's really possible to excel and to do things that you thought you couldn't do. I do things that I'm afraid to do all the time. I do things that I'm afraid of because being successful does not mean that you won't have fear. Fear and failure is a part of it. That's a part of the journey. If you're thinking that I can't do this because I'm going to fail, you're going to fail. Failure is a part of it. And you say, you know what? <laughs> that hurt. It really did. It hurt. And you can cry a couple of days, but you have to keep going because mm -hmm. failure is a part of the process as well as fear. So yeah, learning those things and being able to wake up the next day and say, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Having that iron will is what has helped me. An iron will. Because, you know, I'm a single parent. <laughs> I had my kids when I was 24. So I had to push through all of those things. Those, oh, she's just a single mother. Oh, she's not that smart. I didn't think I was smart till I got to graduate school. And then I was kind of surprised that I got in because I was like, really? Y'all going <laughs> to... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm putting on the shirt soon. You gotta have right. stubborn <laughs> determination. Right. I'm putting I got thank God it. for waking me up and right body of mine. And the little voices that want to tell you you sucking mm -hmm. all that. Take yeah. that little guy, put him right under your foot, and squeeze his neck. Mm -hmm. all and keep, keep going. Keep going. Keep That's all I have to do. That's what I have to do. Mm -hmm. We got recent guest Colette Hughes saying there are blessings and lessons. Amen. That's great. They're shout really Appreciate you. Oh, shout out to my teammate Gina. Gina King. Okay. Hey, Gina. She, she's a cyber guru. <laughs> like a ninja stopping all the cybersecurity crap people try to pull. That's awesome. It's not. It's great to have a guru on your team. That's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, what has been your impact on your journey, you think? My impact mm -hmm. on, on, I guess you, you're saying the people around me, you're thinking, or just? Um, you on your journey so far, what do you think your impact has been? I guess people around oh. you, just in awe, what you might think. So, you know, I, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a song, if I can help somebody as I pass or long, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he's traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Like I remember that song when I was a little girl. I remember it. I had a band teacher um, who played Mr. Carter, who, who was a band teacher when I was in elementary, and he would play that song at King okay. Elementary. At all, he played it at all the programs. I went to King Elementary in Flint. Um, he would play it at all the programs. But it really had an impact on me because a lot of times I felt like I needed to have this big impact. I needed to be something large, larger than life. I needed to make all this money. I needed to do all these things. And I didn't see how I could do that. I couldn't see how I would have that kind of effect. But I learned that it's the one-on-one -on -one interactions. It's mm -hmm. maybe you smiled at somebody who was having the worst day. Maybe I helped a community organization who thought that they were going to shut down, but they, you know, they got some technical assistance. They got a few, you know, a few dollars to help them and they, and they made it along. And then they were able to impact, you know, 500 people in the community, not get their lights turned off. So I had to learn that my impact, though it might not be huge, it means something. And even if I can't see the ripple effect of it, 
even if I can't see it, I have to trust and believe that me putting myself out here, me trying every day is making an impact. And it and, and, and sometimes it does come back. And sometimes you do see it. Sometimes years later, somebody will come and say, you sang in church, you know, when I, 10 years ago and I heard you and it meant something to me because I did. I, I used to sing with my family in church. Okay. Um, uh, so you never know what your words, that's why it's so important to be kind to people because you don't know what somebody's <clears throat> going through. You don't know how just your smile or a kind <clears throat> word, or if you see somebody and you think that they look nice, say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what? I really like how you did your hair or I, you know, that's a nice dress because that person might not have heard anything nice about themselves for the last month. And you don't know who, might have been going home right. to do yourself harm. You don't know. So if you have a right. feeling, you got to trust your instincts. If, if, if you, you never know. So your impact, even if you think it doesn't matter or it's not worth it, it could be the smallest thing. And that person that you helped could go on to help millions of people. You don't know. It might be just people that they help. But the, and that person, like I said, we're all here to do something great. So as long as you can believe in that and trust that everything you do, if you do it from a place of love and it can affect people and it can change somebody's life. So that's what I think. I think my impact is that like just okay. trying every day to, to show people love. Yeah. I know I used to watch the supernatural show angel back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it's so trying to say the world. Right. And he had two lines that I always remembered. The smallest act of kindness can go a long way in helping somebody. Yeah. And when he was talking to his son later seasons, and it was called Champions trying to fight the good fight. I was like, mm-hmm. well, that's Christian, as we supposed to do. Right. Christians should fight for how the world should be, not how it is. Mm-hmm. Just because stuff look real jacked up now, that don't mean you got to carry yourself like that. You right. can be the light. Giving hope something different. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who keep saying like hope is not out here. And some yeah. stuff I people say it's very hopeful for them. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking there's more hope in these streets, but like nah, the yeah. stuff you're doing is really helpful because I don't see that nowhere else. So I'm like, wow. When mm-hmm. we get to that point where you ain't got nobody saying, hey, you can do anything, just just work at it. Yeah. You can. If you put your mind to it, you can do just about anything. I agree. Mm-hmm. Got a few statements. My teammate, Gina. Sometimes I suck, but that's okay. Love it. Collect once again. Kindness is indeed the key. That's I agree true. completely. We all suck sometimes. We all suck sometimes. We do. Everybody. I know I do. I have days where I'm just like, you know what? That wasn't my greatest decision. <laughs> Ah oh, man, every day I ain't. <laughs> I go to work and just be like, man, this is some bull jazz. <laughs> right? But we all do. <laughs> I have a team, and I'm like, they feed off your energy, so they do. <laughs> put your Bishop Butler sermon on YouTube. Get your mind right, pray, mm-hmm. and be the leader that they need. So right. you can put your energy in that building when you walk in, and I pray over the building before I go in it. Mm-hmm. And. I started doing that because one day I did go and I was having a bad day. And it's like, you okay? I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, you, you, you got the imbalance in the building. <laughs> yeah, you do yourself right, man. You can't do that to right. me. <laughs> you come here like, man, you, you bro, bro, like, he like, like, on box boat. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nah, you got to get your man right. Because you don't want to put that type of energy out there. Right. And it matters. Yeah. That energy matters. Oh, yeah. People watch you. Oh, yeah. No, but they watch it. Mm-hmm. Got another good one here from Gina. When I think of the other fools running around, I know it's my opportunity to serve. That's right. Yeah. That's right, Gina. Mm-hmm. I'm just got people out here mm-hmm. looking for leadership. Yeah. People want to be a leader nowadays because that's a tough road. It's tough, but you know what? Somebody got to do it. <laughs> Why not? Why not you? <laughs> Why not me? That's true. It's like making money. There's opportunities at your job to move up. Mm-hmm. Why not you take that Why chance? Not? 
mm-hmm. with jerk making an extra 80 grand. Right. You might help people in that exactly. process of making the 80. Why right. give it to the jerk? You might be able to do that. <laughs> right. You can make the money and make a good impact. So yeah. Well, oh, don't don't give it to the jerk. Go ahead and step out there. Mm-hmm. Do some good with it. Yeah. Last question. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Ooh, that's a good one. So I just look back to when I, you know, I'm always trying to find that answer because I think it, I think it's never one thing. So for me, I had to look inward and stop trying to find that answer without. I had to talk to God. I had to, you know, look at the things that I that were important to me and the things that, that I wanted to do. And I had to trust my instinct. I so you can talk to somebody about what your purpose is. You can have those conversations to kind of bounce ideas, but that answer is within you. Now, you might have to get to the place where you start trusting are able to trust yourself to be able to provide those answers. But it's mm-hmm. also a matter of being willing to be uncomfortable because often it's very easy to stay in a comfortable position. But when we are going after our purpose and the things that we are here to do, it's often uncomfortable and it's often doing some things that we probably don't want to do. But so mm-hmm. my grandmother was a minister, right? She passed okay. away. She's a minister. So she mm-hmm. talked probably the one thing that I can remember that she talked about that kind of stuck with me was when an ego they have their babies and they make their nests really comfortable. They put the feathers in there, they get it right so that their babies can be super comfortable. But when it's time for the eagle babies to learn how to fly and leave the nest, underneath all that comfort, they have thorns. So as it's time for them to start leaving, they take out the comfortable pieces. They take out the comfortable pieces. And so all that's left eventually are the thorns that the, the babies are on. So when things get uncomfortable, and maybe that means it's time to, it's, it's saying something to you. If you're in a place where it's uncomfortable and you, you can look to yourself and say, well, is it time for me to move forward? Am I not growing? Am I stagnant? You have to look at the, the signs that, because God, if you ask, God will give you the answers that you need, but you have to be open-minded and talking to him and have that open line of communication. So why am I uncomfortable? Like, what, what is it about this situation that I need? Do I need to grow? Do I need to change jobs? Is something, is there an opportunity out there for me? You have to be able to go within and ask yourself these questions and have the, the, um, the energy. You have to have the, the will to go ahead and, and take those chances. Because if you're just waiting till there is a 100% chance that you won't fail, <laughs> You gonna be, you gonna be sitting there. <laughs> like I'm just waiting till the time is right. The time will never uh-huh. seem like it's right. It never will. You're never gonna feel like okay, on Thursday, July second, I can yeah. move forward. It's never gonna feel like that. It's never gonna. Vegas like tap you on the shoulder, like hey. All you gotta do is you just gotta gotcha. jump. You gotta take the leap. You just gotta do it. You gotta yeah. do it. You're it's right. never gonna feel like it's the right time. But you just got to do it, in, in my opinion. So I think the thing that you have to do to kind of move yourself forward is to move forward. You you kind of know, like, if you want to take a class, if you want to go back to school, you have a desire. I need to go back to school, but I can't do it. I ain't smart. I didn't think I was smart until <laughs> sometimes I still don't think I'm smart. But you know what? It you doesn't are. matter. It doesn't matter. That's those are those voices talking in your head. You have to do it anyway. We all fight against those things. We all do. But you have to have enough belief and fortitude within yourself to be able to do it anyway. Like I said, I do things that I'm afraid of all the time. I was afraid to come on the show and talk to you, but here I am. Yeah, you gotta be comfortable being yeah. uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And- I've heard people tell me that in the backstage, like, 
Yeah. Like this, this ain't no traditional. I saw you at that party with the booze. Like, we don't do all that. <laughs> about celebrating you, making you comfortable to share your story. Yeah. The moral of the story is that that last question. I need that Yoda game. But I need you comfortable to reflect to get the best advice possible. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I, I noticed through the course of the show, a person might be. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Hey. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I live in that land. We'll make you feel like family. It's about you. You're right. Celebrate that's you right. so get comfortable. I need that game. I need that game. I need your best advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I mean, I think that's it. Yeah, but I think you do a great job of getting people comfortable because it does feel like just a conversation. So that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. You do a great job. Appreciate you. And it took me a while to do it. Sometimes it's quite joke. Like, I did <laughs> whatever I got to do. To get that game for this last question, I yeah. to do because I need that about you. Yeah, I need that Yoda game. I need it. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna have a good time because I'm celebrating you. Like, right. And some people in the beginning, <laughs> it's crazy during that season now, but I'm like, it shows about you. There, there's no, there's no. Which can't get truly. Really. There's no trick bag. It's about you. <laughs> Celebrate how you got to where you are. What you it's did true, is all that, awesome. that could be intimidating, but like you said, like like mm-hmm. I said, it's you just you know what I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give it a try. And, and everybody leave having fun. Like that was yeah. cool. They're, they're always welcome back. Wanna chop it up about your book or anything. I sure will. I plan, I plan to publish this year, so I, I will contact you. We, we, we do it big over here. We, we treat you first class over here. I appreciate it. You know, you know people doing stuff? Bring this way. I will. And we got a few, few people that put some great stuff up. Let's see. Yeah. I don't think I'll put this up here, so we got a second. If I'm not a bit uncomfortable, it's likely not worth my time. Go big. That's, that's the home, home that team right so, there. So true. I'm going to pass anyhow. True, true. true. It, it will. They're going to have to put me out. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. She got gangster, gangster, but she ride with you. Right. So, former guest Delroy, great job sharing your story. Thank you, Delroy. <laughs> teammate again, the gift of Diana. Oh, very sweet. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you had a good time, didn't you? I did. I had a great time. I appreciate you. I know, bro. My spider sense ain't wrong. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, he just hey, reaching out to me. Just like a complete stranger. But I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. <laughs> Anybody that checked my page today, I went today. I was at work going through reaching out to people like, oh, that job title. I, don't, I interviewed that one. That looked mm. good. That looked good. That looked good. And no matter. <laughs> You just had an idea, or mm-hmm. it became a million dollar hookup. Right. I want to interview all fields and each step along the process because if someone right now watching this or going to watch the replay, like, dang, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind working in the city, but I don't know. I'm scared. Hey, well, there's someone that's doing it and gave you the pros and cons of it. It ain't that scary yeah. to try. Go apply, see what happens. It don't hurt to try. We are hiring. Many different positions. Go to the website, cityofflynn.com. See? <laughs> Can't hurt. Now, uh, <laughs> well, papers. <'cause, laughs> uh, I, I got to give a longer soliloquy when I, I send you all right. We want to thank the owner mm-hmm. and CEO of Shine Bright Consulting LLC, mm-hmm. financial coach, executive assistant. To Black Firefighter Association of Black Firefighters. Mm-hmm. So, to be author, okay, got that out the way. Community Development Grant Coordinator, Environmental Officer at City of Flint, Diana mm-hmm. Thompson. Yep. That's me. I learned a lot just this conversation. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she, got, she had to get on there and edit and, and let everybody know how awesome she is. I will this weekend. This weekend. I'm on it. 
I'm real manager too. I, I, <laughs> I, no, I put out here, you go consulting, shine bright. They're gonna go to your page. They need to see it. You right. know what I'm saying? You You're right. They need to be able to find me. I want you to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody had a great time hearing this great story. It's great information. We got another great guest tomorrow. State Senator Mike McDonald. He was at a mental health fair that I sponsored last year. Mm -hmm. that was, man, that was powerful. Stories the people in that panel was talking about back in October. That was powerful. Go awesome. Gina. On my way. Okay. <laughs> so I hope everybody have a safe weekend. I'm going to get all this together. I'm sending you a copy and you'll see the latest episode with everything you do. So awesome mm -hmm. you are. Until next time, and I say, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I appreciate you, Jeffrey. I, I appreciate you sharing your story. Now, this amazing outro that's Emmy Award winning or should be. <laughs> Emmy Award winning, okay. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. Have a good one.